0: Hey, this is Joe Caminetti Jr. Welcome to the BC Podcast. We hope it inspires you and helps you in your journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Good morning to everybody watching online. This is just an exciting day. I have to stop real quick though and look at some of my friends who are out here that I am not physically seeing you and talking to you like normal. So can all my B kids, can you stand up real quick? I wanna see you. I wanna see you all. Aw, hey guys, hey Cash. Hey. Oh, all the way back there, oh my goodness. Good morning, good morning. Guys, this is just so exciting, I'm telling you what. And then we get to even put a little Christmas stuff into it. I mean, like, I love Christmas. So this this was easy to do. But, you know, all this talk about Christmas and that kind of thing, I got to thinking about past Christmas gifts. Did you ever get a past Christmas gift or even a birthday gift and you opened it and it was awful? Yeah, I think everybody did. I really do because I know I had I can think of more than one like that, okay? But you opened it and you're you're like, "Okay, my face, what is my face doing right now because this is really awful." You know like, "Oh." Okay. And like how high can I get my eyebrows? Okay. How about this? Did you think of one, by the way? Did you think of one? If so, tell the person next to you really quick. Unless they bought it for you, then don't tell them. I do not want to start any wars here. Okay. How about this? How about maybe uh, a gift that was amazing, the best gift you've ever gotten? Have you, can you think of that one? Why is it though that it's harder for me to think of the best gift than the worst gift? I don't know what that says for me as a person, but can you guys think of one or even better yet, maybe one that you bought for somebody else? Can you think of that? Say it. Can you say real quick to the person next to you? Real quick. You can't think of any either. Oh my goodness. I don't know. What does that say about us as human beings? <laughs> well, guys, sometimes, how about the one about about when you get a gift for a person? Have you ever done that? Do I have any gift givers in the room? Like, I love to buy somebody a gift, man. Christmas time especially. I will put so much thought into it. My husband, he's like, where do you come up with these ideas? I'm like, I have spent like 25 hours online searching, okay? This is just how it works. And then that anticipation though of giving it to somebody, sometimes it's better than the gift itself, isn't it? I mean, for all my gift givers, you know what I mean, right? Okay, first of all, I gotta pause here for a second. Because today, this is like a B-Kids service and I'm used to everybody talking, So it's a little quiet in here right now. So when I ask you things, I want to hear responses. Can we practice this? We're getting better. You got some work to do, but we're getting better. Okay. All right. So that distracted me, but it's all good. So, all right, guys. So you have that gift for that person. There's that anticipation, right? You're that anticipation like, oh, I know when they open it, they're gonna be so excited and I gotta capture it on film. And you're thinking about all this stuff. And then what happens when they do open it? And they just, they kind of give the high eyebrows like, oh, okay, thanks. And then they push it off to the side. Or or like, is that not just like, oh, so heart crushing, right? To just, like you put so much time and thought and effort into that. And then, how many of you know though, when they say the name of the gift, that is not a good thing. Okay, like, oh, a sweater, thank you. All right, but if you get them a sweater, that's your own fault. All right guys, but listen, how many of you know though, with gifts, gifts are just so amazing to give sometimes. But when you'd have those times where all of a sudden it doesn't go quite like you wished it would, that is just a thing. Like how do you even deal with that, right? Some, some of these answers to questions are not always black and white. Sometimes we need a little bit more help answering some questions. And one thing that we like to always make sure it be kids is that, you know what? our kiddos know how to get answers to questions and the place that we always turn to is God's holy word, the Bible. And even though, yes, this was written thousands of years ago, guess what? It's the living word and God's words that were inspired by people, by things God did and things that he spoke and the ways that he moved and the letters that were written to different parts of Christians and believers and things that were done. Guess what? That is still for us today and that is still something that we can learn from today thousands of years later. That's just how incredible God's word is. And so before we go further with this, because there's a lot of people in this room that have not been in B-Kids, I'm guessing. Am I right? When I do this, that means a response. Okay. So there's a lot of people in here that have not been in B-Kids, although I know a lot of you have. I want to just do a recap of what we've been talking about. So over the last several months, we literally have go, been going through the whole Bible. So we started in Genesis, and we were talking about how God created everything. And then we moved on, and we talked, though, about how, guess what? God pushed people away. But immediately, no matter what time you're looking in here, guess what? God always had a... Oh, yeah, you're getting it now. Although I think I hear my B kids over some of these adults. God always had a plan, and that plan was Jesus. Are we thankful for that? Amen, okay? That plan was Jesus. And so guess what? Jesus came down here on this earth and he did some amazing things. We learned about how he went and he taught people things about God. He showed people what love really was all about. He did signs and miracles and it was amazing. And he had many followers. However, there was this group of people called the religious leaders, leaders. That's my be kids. And were they good or bad? They were bad because they did not like Jesus, right? Okay. And so they did not believe that he was truly the son of God. And so they hung him on the cross, but God had a plan. Okay. So there he is. Jesus died on the cross, but thankfully he didn't stay dead. How many days was it that he was dead? And then God raised him from the? Oh, you guys are getting so good. All right, so three days later he rose from the dead and he came back to life and he was there with his disciples for 40 days. But then after Jesus went back up to heaven, it says about how that was a time where those churches, they just grew rapidly, full of believers, of people that put their faith in Jesus. And they just were spreading out everywhere. And there is specifically Peter and Paul, and they went to faraway lands telling people about Jesus. And today I want to look at Paul who specifically a letter that he was writing to the people of Ephesus. And if you lived in Ephesus, you were called an Ephesian. And some of you, it's all triggering now. You're like, oh, the book of Ephesians. Yes, that is where we're looking at today is the book of Ephesians chapter two. And I brought these gifts with me as we break down the word of God, because you know what? God's word is also a gift, is it not? It is, it's something that we can use daily that just keeps giving us more and more things. And so, let's see, I told them what order to put it in and I still started wrong. (coughs) They did right, I did wrong. Okay, so I'm gonna open up these gifts as we break apart the scripture so that we can have a better understanding. You all up for it? Good. All right, so let's see here. This says, God's grace has saved you because of your faith in Christ. God's grace has saved you because of your faith in Christ. So what saved you? Grace. Yes. Grace. But what is grace? Well, I am so glad that you asked. So grace, you can have some different definitions for it, but I think the simplest way to break it down is grace is like forgiveness. Right? It's not something that we can earn. It's not something that we do. It's just God gives us his grace, his forgiveness. It's a gift that is given freely. Isn't that awesome? I love that. It's so simple, but yet it's like, wow, that is good stuff. All right. Now we're going to go to this one. And it says, try to make my way around this table here. All right. Your salvation doesn't come from anything you do. It is God's gift. So we know, okay, so God's grace has saved us because of our faith in him, and it doesn't come from anything that we do. So we can't earn it. There's nothing we can do to earn this grace. So have you guys ever been given a gift for no reason? Like it's not your birthday, it's not a holiday. It's not like you did something like that you went out of your way for some reason and somebody just wants to bless you with something. No. For no reason whatsoever, somebody just says, "Hey, here's a gift." Well, that's grace. It's it that's our salvation. That's what God did. That's what Jesus died for is our salvation. And so there we go. It's a free gift, nothing that you can earn, nothing that can be purchased, right? And so now let's see here. The third one is, it is not based on anything you have done. No one can brag about it, about earning it. So I don't know about you, but I think we as human beings have a tendency to brag. And so I think I think Paul knew a little bit about what he was talking about here, what God had showed him, is that, you know what, it is nothing that we can do, it's nothing that that we can say, okay, well, I'm a good person, or I've done this, or I've accomplished that, You know, it's nothing like that. It's only that free gift, that grace, and we can't brag about it. Because can you imagine if we could brag about it? Think of this if we could brag about what God, about grace or what God has done, why would we need God at all? Right? We wouldn't need him. We wouldn't need Jesus. All we would do is we would say, okay, so here's here's that grace checklist. So I gotta do this, 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 and this. And then boom, eternal life. That might sound a little easy, right? But I guarantee you that would be a mess. And so... That's the thing is we can't brag about it. It's not like God selects even a handful of people and says, okay, this side over here, you are worthy of, of you know, a relationship with me and my grace, but this side over here, uh, not so much. <laughs> Isn't that good? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for that. I am so thankful for that. And you know what? if it were if it were within our power, though, I mean we would be walking around and we would be just saying, "Look at me, um how 's your list coming because I finished mine. Uh, God totally needed me today uh, i don't know what he would have done without me because I was pretty amazing. Grace is just an amazing thing you know we've been talking about faith, you know, and how um there's we we started all last month and we've just been talking about faith and faith in Jesus and what we do with that. And I think grace is such an important part too because you know, it talks about grace all through the Bible. It's mentioned multiple times. So it's really important. And I think if we could just grab a hold of that grace and what that means not only is it beneficial to us but in our salvation but how we also can use it for others. Because many of you in here, I know, many of you in here know about God's grace. You know what Jesus did for you. And you've put your faith in Jesus maybe years ago. And you put your faith in Jesus every day. But then there's some of us that haven't. But for even those who have, this is, what I love about God's word is that, you know what? It's not just like, okay, I've, I've done this verse, now I'm done with this, and I'm off to another verse. But God's word can continue to speak to us. Isn't that awesome? And so when we think about God's grace, it's also good to think about grace towards others. Think, think about that. If, if for whatever reason, God would choose who he would give grace to, man, would that be rough. I would have failed. I don't know about any of you. Actually, I do know. We all would have failed. (laughs) We all would have failed because none of us are perfect. We're all sin-stained. And so when you think about that and you think, man, God would have given up on me. I think about those things sometimes. Do you ever think about those? Like, man, I give up on people sometimes and then God convicts me and I have to change my heart. But can you imagine if God gave up on any of us? Oh my goodness, that would be awful. I'm so thankful that he never does. God doesn't pick certain people. He doesn't require certain things before you go to him. God says, come just as you are. And he stands there with open arms, and he loves you, and he wants a relationship with you. It doesn't matter what you've done. Some of you might think, oh, you're saying that, but Terry, you don't understand, okay? I've done this. or. I used to live for God and now I don't. He's gotta be so ashamed of me. No, God loves you. Here's the greatest thing is that, no, we can never earn God's grace. We can never earn it, but there's nothing we can do not to get God's grace. Nothing. All of us are able to have God's grace. I am so thankful for that. So whether you have lived for God and not, or never lived for God or done awful things, it doesn't even matter. All God says is that he loves you and his grace, he gives you freely. And I think us as human beings, that's hard sometimes to understand because that is not how we think, right? You think sometimes like maybe somebody, anybody got anybody gets on their last nerve? Please let me not be the only one in the room, okay? Somebody that just frustrates you to no end. Now, have you ever been, you don't have to raise your hand for this, but anytime you've said, you know what, they do not deserve my respect, or I am not even talking to them, they, I am not sharing any kindness with them, I'm not sharing any love with them, okay? Unless you are an incredibly, perfect person. I think we all have had moments like that. I hope. I'm not the only one. Think, though, if God was like that with us. I mean, I am so glad that he is not. And so when we think about that, as we think of that person that's frustrating us, that's getting on our last nerve, if we stop and we think about this grace, the same grace that God has given to us, and then we apply it to that person. Now, I'm gonna stop and say, people, this is not an easy task, okay? This is not necessarily something that's gonna change overnight. Some of these cases of these people are worse than others. But there's something that God revealed to me many years ago when there was a person that I, oh, I couldn't even talk about them. They would just make me so mad, and I remember one time in my prayer time, I was, I was just talking to God and I was kind of frustrated. And God, he told me, he said, <clears throat> he said, I love them just as much as I love you. That was tough. And <laughs> my brain, because this is just how I am with God, I was like, I don't get, I don't get how that could be because I am definitely a better person. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but not in God's eyes. God doesn't look at what we've done. He looks at that awesome child that he created. And guys, I just want you to know today whether you've never accepted Jesus or whether you've been living for him forever. It's our bottom line, actually. I'm gonna have them put it up on the screen. Is that Jesus is a gift for everyone. I want you to think about that. Jesus is a gift for everyone. So that person that has really done you wrong, it's for him or her. You, who you feel like you are such a failure with so many things, guess what? It's for you. I think if we could just get a little glimpse of God's love and his grace, it would blow our minds. Sometimes I ask God for that. And then I end up in a puddle of tears because it's more than I can even handle. But that's our God, guys. That's our God is his love and grace is so huge. So this morning, I just, I just wanna encourage you, whether you've never asked Jesus and you said, it ain't for me, I wanna tell you, yeah, it is. This is exactly for you. What Jesus did when he died on the cross, it was done for you. I want to encourage you. God wants to use you. If you've been following Jesus, he doesn't want you to stay put. He wants to use you. He wants you to spread his love and his grace everywhere you go. He doesn't want you to have bitter relationships and be in anger. He wants you to walk in peace and joy, and he wants you to speak his word everywhere you go. He said, go into all the world and preach the good news. That's not just for people who stand at a pulpit for everybody who calls Jesus their Lord. We're gonna say a prayer. I wanna just pray over you first. I just pray God's just dealing with your heart with some things right now. I know he's dealing with mine. God's never done. He's always working in us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you so very much. You are such an awesome God. We thank you that we get to serve you freely, that we get this amazing grace. It's for all of us. We're so thankful for that. We're so thankful for Jesus. And Father, I just pray for everybody here that Father, that you are speaking to them right now, whatever it's about. If it's about accepting you for the first time, if it's about just a relationship that they're struggling with, if it's about being used more in their workplaces and in their families and in their neighborhoods, whatever it might be, Father, I thank you that you're constantly speaking to us. And Father, we constantly wanna hear you. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know, all this talk about Jesus, this is my favorite part. This is my favorite thing to do, is to talk about what Jesus did for us. I didn't always live for him, but when I did, it was like a fire went off inside of me when I realized the love that he had for me. And so I just wanna invite you right now to just make Jesus your Lord, say, I wanna follow you. Maybe you don't remember a time in your life when you did that. Today's your day. God literally is there waiting for you to accept him, waiting for you just to say, I believe. And so we're going to say a prayer. And if you've never prayed that, we're going to all say it together. Just say it with us. And like that, guess what? Your sins are forgiven. And God is just, it's like he's giving you this warm hug and saying, yes, I've waited for this day. So everybody, if you could just bow your head and close your eyes and say this with me. Say, dear God, I ask you, forgive me of all my sin. I thank you that you sent Jesus to die for me. I believe that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And today, I make the decision to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen.